Warning, the following episode of Shake and Not Nerd is recorded with two people in the studio. Some might say the original two. While the other two, some might say the original two, are recording via a online service chat known as Free Cam Girls. <laughs> a martini, Shake and Not Shocking. We didn't decide who was doing the uh, who was it hosting. Oh, that's fine. I thought. Welcome to <laughs> Shaking Nut Nerd, your weekly news, pop culture, and movie review podcast. I am one of your hosts, Duty, and with me in live in the studio is Ian the Huge Long Johnson. Hello. I I'm now requesting after that uh, intro a bit that you did the warning. Yes. That we have a cam girl sound effect, that little ringy bell noise. For that could be arranged. Yeah. <laughs> and every time we do it, Tom has to moan sexually. Speaking How of Tom, how do you know what the noises are? Because I've been on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a single man, ladies. Everybody knows it. If you heard it, you'd know it. You'd be like, oh, that's the noise. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Just like we know where you got your couch from. Yeah, it's leather and it has a couple of cracks in it. I try not to smell it. Speaking of the man who's a cam girl, Tom, how are you? Good. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure where you were going to throw that one, so I was like, mm, okay, get ready. Uh, oh, it's me. <laughs> Yeah, it's very good. And happy uh, to be here. Well, we're happy to have you not physically here, but here in my ear holes. In the yeah, in our in we can hear your thoughts. Meow 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 meow. And we've also got Kill the bold one. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> uh, we've also got which Fuzzy one? Dan. Yes, you do. How are you, Fuzzy? I am also here in your ear balls. Yes, I can hear it. Oh, there it is. Oh, I, assume this is it? I assume this is how our podcast listeners feel. Oh, well, yeah. Hearing everything in their earballs. Mm. Beautiful. It's just so sultry. Can you feel it coming in your <laughs> ear tonight? Oh, good Lord. <laughs> and with feel so, I'm so sorry. I'm just going to apologise in advance for every podcast. <laughs> come. Uh, and to break, break with the norm, because fuck it, Ollie's not here. Uh, and on to yeah. the news. Up in the sky, look, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's a top ten news countdown. Number ten. Number ten. I did send an image with no context, and I hope you all saw it. We have Shia LaBeouf. With uh, his new chest tattoo. And yes, he did get that for a movie role. The what? Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up a second, Tom. I can see his nipple. Oh, no, now I can see. So this, is, this can't be a real tattoo. It is. Bullshit. No. It is. Absolute no. He's got finger tattoos. That's not real. Please describe the tattoo for us, Tom. Uh, okay, so it is full chest, 
well, actually, full like front torso, not just chest. Yeah. It goes yeah. all the way down to his belly button. If you've actually seen, there's another image that has him running with it. Uh, it's got a lady's face up the top with a uh, floral mosaic. Whoa, words. Okay. Uh, you know, floral the mosaic? That's, that's the one <laughs> that's that I wanted. Uh, across the top there. And the image that I have in front of me does not have the bottom of it. Uh, it looks um, like Jared, uh, not Jared Leto, fucking what's his name? Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. It looks like an old person is hugging the Joker. Yep. Yeah, exactly. it does. It looks like a like a Mexican grandma, like holding the Joker. I was going to say a nun. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe a nun. And then it says Creeper underneath it. No way that's Holy his real shit. tattoo. He really got it done. Did he? Yep. Bullshit. I can't stop For staring his at his in nipple. The tax collector. So he got a real shitty tattoo for a real shitty movie yep yep wow and people I'm, thought I'm ben affleck's stuck. phoenix tattoo was bad <laughs> yeah, so i mean is. cancel the rest of the news like that's like wow that's terrible yep. <laughs> still staring um, at his nipple <laughs> it's for a good old david air film i mean of all the films to do it for a david mm. air film is not the one yeah. How's the Aya up there? <laughs> yes. Oh. Yeah. So, pull the two for f- Fury and got a chest piece for this. Yeah. Wow. He's also got finger tattoos. Are the finger tattoos real? And the part that goes onto his shoulder and onto his bicep? I so. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. This guy's, this guy's fucking bananas. I would not I be surprised him. if he does porn after this. <laughs> it would not surprise me at all. It's it's we have to put a photo up of it on the social medias because we are referring to a, a photo um, to which this is a podcast. Yes, <laughs> it's a very visual media. Yes, yes. Uh, all right. Well, uh, moving along. Number nine. Number nine. Beavis and Butthead. They're getting a reboot. No. Who's excited? It wasn't good the first time. Yeah, they rebooted it in like two thousand three or something, didn't they? I don't know. <laughs> I I, I never liked Beavis and Butthead ever. Yeah. Hey, I was I was around when they first came out, and I fucking hated them then. So <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm the original hater here. <laughs> the and original hater. They I think- were terrible. They even made a whole fucking movie about it, and it was still it was like them in these 15 minute vignettes for an hour and a half. It was terrible. I think uh, the only good thing that came from Beavis and Butthead was King of the Hill. Nope. Nope. You didn't like King of the Hill. I don't like anything nope. that he's made. Mike Judge. Again, no. Mike Judge has done some good stuff. I don't even like his name. Uh, I don't know. I don't mind. Um, I don't mind King of the Hill. King of the Hill's a bit of fun. Every now and then, there's like a funny joke in it, but you have to go through about thirty episodes to get that funny joke. Did you not watch um, Silicon Valley? No. Silicon oh. Valley is fucking hilarious. You should watch that. You'd like that, Ian. I've seen bits of it, and I, yeah, yeah. It's got that yeah. comedian that no one liked before he started making inappropriate yeah. comments. Thomas Middleditch, the the King Swinger. Did you know about that? No. No, Is that the guy I'm thinking (laughs) of? Once he became famous, he he decided to tell his wife that he was actually a swinger um, because he wanted to fuck all his groupies. Um, And now he's a swinger. I don't don't think he is anymore because now he's single. So, uh. (laughs) Yeah, technically you're not a swinger. (laughs) (laughs) He's just a fuckboy. Is that the guy I'm thinking of? He was in, uh, he's in the Deadpool movies and he's in that movie Underwater that we recently reviewed this year. No, that's um the other guy. Yeah, That's the other guy that we can't talk about anymore. Yeah, yeah it's the same deal. 
He was yeah. a comedian and he was a non-funny comedian and then he said things he clearly shouldn't say and he's still a non-funny comedian. He's Amy Schumer. <laughs> <laughs> She's not funny. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, Beavis and Butthead, eh? <laughs> Tom, can you tell us anything else about it? Is it going to be the same voice actors? Is it still going to be an MTV property? Uh, so, it is headed to Comedy Central oh. and they have ordered two seasons. That's the new... That's the... Uh, only extra bit of information I have here. Well, it's it's more than I expected, so um, well done. Yeah, I'm impressed, Tom. Two. I have one sentence, and I said half of it before. And the other <laughs> half <now. laughs> I like it. I like it. So, See, the trick is to cut him off halfway through. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then let him finish later on. Then I seem knowledgeable. <laughs> <laughs> I also use that technique with Tom in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along. Number eight. <laughs> Number eight. Uh, number eight. Uh, number eight. Uh, number eight. Uh, number eight. Love it. Yeah. You need a burp. Just yeah, right. you need a burp. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows who Stanley Hudson is? The name yes. rings a bell. From The Office? Correct. Yes. yes. So, Leslie David Baker, uh, who plays Stanley, has begun a Kickstarter oh. where he's trying to get a spin-off series of The Office to, nope. uh, and make the pilot called Uncle Stan. Nope. I'd Shut watch it, it down. Stanley was like one of my favourites. Stanley was a background character at best. He was literally scenery for most of that show. The only time he said anything was like two episodes. It was really funny. And then he went back to being scenery. Was like, he, no. Was he the guy who like um, he went was like annoyed by everyone all the time? Yeah. And yeah. he's like literally falling asleep in scenes, like yeah. sleeping in the background, doing crosswords, saying nothing. Yeah. How can yeah. you have that as a whole spinoff? He, he's the he's literally the straight man for the for everybody else's chaos. Just, like how crazy and chaotic Michael Scott was, yeah. Stanley Hudson was just the he's, opposite. He's the straight harmless. man. But then we might get cameos or, or reoccurring characters like Kevin. Like Kevin was fucking awesome. And we might mm. get Meredith and Angela. Hopefully not Ed Helms because no one <laughs> likes Ed Helms. Um, I will say, in Stanley's defense, he was a bit of a fuckboy as well. So He um, was. He got yeah, around, yeah. Fuckboy episode. He got around. He was sleeping with everybody. So This is like Cleveland Brown getting his own spin-off again. It's like, you know it's not going to work, but they're going to do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but he's going to Kickstarter for it. I don't think Seth, Seth MacFarlane went to Kickstarter for a Cleveland Brown spin-off. He just did it. No, Seth MacFarlane had enough money. <laughs> yeah. I'm also going <laughs> to do a do Western movie. He whatever he wants, including his own Star Trek show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's getting its own... It's got its own comic book series as well now. What? Oh, good Lord. Apparently, it's actually pretty good, but... It's it's severely okay. Ah, uh, yuck. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it started out because you expect it to be funny, right? And it's and then it ends up being quite serious. It's it's lent to being a Star Wars uh, Star Trek show that's occasionally got some humorous bits in it. It's not actually that absurd. He just so. wanted to make Star Trek, but he couldn't get the property rights. <laughs> exactly right, and he wanted to be in it. So yeah. What do you think about a Stanley show, Tom? Meh. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right. That's a Stanley kind of comment right there. All right. Yeah, well, it's not. He's not an inter- terribly interesting character, I feel. But we'll see. We'll see right. what happens. Moving along. You go, I got the key, Number six. 
Question, is that racist now? No. It's, okay. It's your main from Overwatch. I put some gaming sounds in me. I, I know. Move along, Tom. <laughs> Number seven, AMC theatre reopenings have been pushed back again. Uh, so they are now expecting for 450 of their more than 600 theatres in the US to open on July 30th. Um, and essentially they're saying it is essential for them to be fully operational by August. Now prepare <laughs> the, now witness the firepower of this fully armed and operational AMC theatre. <laughs> $17 milk duds. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Oh, mate, if you thought it was expensive before, just wait. Yeah. <laughs> they, I, I'm just going to say right now, probably not going to happen in August because they peaked, I think, the US yesterday at 55,000 ca- new cases of COVID. Yeah. Um, so We're getting, getting 50. Their daily totals are over 50,000 every day. It's insane. Um, yep. Yeah, so they are not opening again. Like, theatres are not opening in August. I guarantee you. It's too fucking, it's not going to happen. Everyone, everyone gonna be dead. Everyone gonna be dead. Imagine how cheap we can buy a house in the US though. After this, think about that, guys. Yeah, you just have to, you know, paint over the black X painted on doors. Like, don't go inside. Yeah, <laughs> There's not, COVID in here. It's totally worth it. <laughs> uh, technically, the flyers come with the house. They'd be your tenants. <laughs> <laughs> um, cinemas are open uh, or opening in Victoria, but they're already open in Perth. But they're just replaying sort of the movies that were in cinemas before lockdown. So they're playing The Invisible mm. Man, they're playing Bloodshot, they're playing Sonic. So and nothing movie of seen. the year, Sonic. <laughs> A lot of people love Sonic, but um, apparently in the States they're doing old school classic movies at drive in Jurassic Park got like $600,000 box office last week, and then it was Jaws came in second. So like, wow. mate, I, I'm, I'm down for re-releasing old films, especially if, imagine if they re-released the old, the original Star Wars cuts in cinemas. Yeah, yeah, that'll never happen. Uh, George Lucas is still alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Disney owns it all now. Yeah. I know Tom. Uh, Tom's keen to go back to the movies. I'm super keen to go back to the movies. I can't wait. I'm going to be there day one that they reopen them. I can't wait. Tom and I are going to be yeah. the only ones in that cinema. We're just going to be watching whatever's on. 1.5 metres apart. Getting drunk and throwing at each other. What? <laughs> We'll be 1.5 metres back from Maltese. You might want to move interstate if you want to go to the movies because Vic's getting closed out again yeah. very soon. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Security guards sleeping with people in quarantine. Oh, yeah, what the yeah. fuck? I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and here's Ian sitting at home not getting lucky at all. Oh, all right. You know, fucking in hotels. Should have been a security guard. <laughs> <laughs> I said it before and I'll say it again. <laughs> Oh, move it along. Number six. (laughs) Number six. There was another image that I put into our chat with a zero context. Thank you for that, by the way. That is the best way to do it, with no context. (laughs) Uh, And this one is the one that looks a little bit uh, Rick and Morty-esque. And yes, we will post these ones as well. So there is some new images that were released for a first look at Star Trek Lower Decks, new Star Trek animated series that is coming out with once again one of the creators or people who worked on Rick and Morty because every animated <laughs> thing at the moment has to look like Rick and Morty. I'm fucking Fair getting over it now. It's like, oh, the, the, the team that bought you Rick and Morty. I, I, I'm getting overly saturated with you. You need to calm the fuck down. Yeah, agreed. 
Absolutely. You guys, um, on an episode I wasn't on, talked briefly about Solar Opposites. Yeah. Um, that spin-off show. That's shit. That's terrible. It's so bad. Don't watch it, even if you have the opportunity to watch it. It's Just give us more Rick and Morty. Stop doing spin-offs. Focus on the good things. I haven't even... Was the season three or season four is the most recent season of Rick and Morty? I haven't season even... Four, yeah. yeah, I haven't even watched it. I'm like, oh, to be honest, no, like with all the oversaturation, I'm sort of over Rick and Morty as in general as a show now. Yeah, I mean, I like Rick and Morty, and I still watch. I still watch season four, and I still liked season four. But I get it. Like, I'm over. I don't. I don't want to watch Solar Opposites. I don't want to hear anymore. Just like, give me what I want. Mm. Stop trying to shove other things down my throat. Metaphorically speaking. <laughs> I mean, about, if you're physically offering to do that. <laughs> so is this new Star Trek show? It, it, the animation style looks like it's going to be very Rick and Morty. Is it going to be more? Ad- Adult in regards to how Rick and Morty is, or is it just going to be like every Star Trek and just be Star Trek? The release date is August. 6th. <laughs> <laughs> I have so some wait. news. Would you like to bounce it? So <laughs> the image, though, yeah, is it's very Rick and it's that, that Rick and Morty style. It looks like that ever ever space was it that one that came out on Netflix as well not too long ago? Uh, oh, yeah, Space Quest or whatever it was called. Oh, yeah. yeah, I watched it. What was it called? Yeah, there was the the guy wanted donuts or cookies or whatever. Cookies. He, yeah, and yes. he never got the cookies. That wasn't yeah. bad, actually. I didn't mind it. End space. That's it. Yeah, yeah. it looks like the animation style, a bit of end space, but knowing me, it's probably just the same fucking person. End space was also shit. Yeah, it wasn't great. Again, like, a lot of these shows forget what they're supposed to be about. Like, I don't actually want a lot of serious cartoons. There was one serious cartoon, Bojack Horseman, which did things pretty good, and then everything else has been meh. Like, just be fun. Even Have Bojack fun is cartoon. a bit meh. Yeah. Oh man, Bojack is pretty deep, but that's one of those. It's one of those shows that you have to be in the mood to watch. If you're not in the mood to sit down and like re- really investigate your life. Don't turn on a cartoon. <laughs> that's, that's the exact problem I have with it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, just be fun. Like, there's a lot of shows that just forget to be fun, and this looks like it could be, but it probably won't be. I mean, there is a cat in a lab suit, so, you know, that's promising. It's going to get a lot of furries excited. Oh, yeah. Moving oh, on. should have been a security guard. I think it's this one. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Number five. The- Number five. I think this is the last of the images that I posted with no context. Yes. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> More images so, with no context. No context. No context. So you get this news item with no context. Disgust. Uh, it looks like <laughs> it looks like a shitty cosplay. Okay. So um, this is, of course, the first image of Bruce Willis in a sci-fi thriller called Cosmic Sin. So this no. movie is about seven rogue soldiers launch a preemptive strike against the newly discovered alien civilization in hopes of ending an interstellar war before it starts. Right. It looks like terrible cosplay. It it'll, really it'll be CG'd does. over the top. Like you can tell. Like they're wearing pajamas under the fucking shitty foam toppings, and they're gonna CG the crap out of it. But, like, their costumes look like a mixture of Halo and Dead Space and the person in the middle looks, like, a bit, like, Mass Effect-y. It's 
it doesn't know what it wants to be, and it looks like it's just ripped off everything by doing so. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Here we go. Luke Wilson and Frank Grillo. Uh, Who's Frank Grillo? You know Frank Grillo. National Cup? He's that guy. He's He's like Joe Manganiello's, like, Frank Grillo's, what's his face? Your favorite shitty character that we didn't know who he was in Captain America. Captain America, yeah. Skull face. Skull face guy. Oh. Task of killing. Bone, bonehead. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, Crossbones. Bone for <laughs> say. Bone for say. Yeah, right. It. Well, look, if this comes out this year, we're probably going to have to review it because nothing else is coming out. Oh, good Lord. I mean, if we wait long enough, Tom might. Come out. <laughs> Come on, Tom. Maybe. <laughs> <Bye>. No. <laughs> I'm virgin. No, please don't. <laughs> No. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, this this photo confuses and infuriates me. It does look like entirely EVA foam. Yeah, and it looks like Odin makes made it. I will say that's what I don't necessarily like about modern technology with filming is this photo is yeah shitty EVA foam pajamas and the actors in it where like if this film was made in the nineties they'd probably prob- uh, properly actually make these costumes and stuff like that. Like, imagine if you saw Darth Vader behind the scenes and he was in a fucking green suit and a KFC bucket on his head. Yeah. I mean, he pretty much was. <laughs> <laughs> they painted it black, though. <laughs> yeah, just... Uh, <laughs> anti-ball goggles. Oh, you did wear goggles. They did nothing. Yeah, this, this, this looks awful. How, how dare you infuriate me, Tom? How dare you? Can I ask you, when was the last time you enjoyed a Bruce Willis movie? Like a, like a recently released one. I was like, thinking the same thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Over the Hedge. That doesn't get Again, it. It's a Bruce when Willis was the film? last time you enjoyed a yeah. Bruce Willis movie? <laughs> What's wrong with Over the Hedge? Not over enjoyed. Hedge enjoyed. It wasn't that Over the Hedge good. is awesome. Exactly. Nah. Um, Looper wasn't bad. Looper was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, Looper was probably the only half decent thing he did. Again, I didn't really love it that much as other people did. But the first Sin City movie was pretty good. No. You like it? No, I hated it. Um, You can't go back and watch that now. That's just it's gross. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of any other. I remember seeing as a kid and being told that there were boobies in it. There were boobies in it. Exactly. (laughs) That's why I watched it, (laughs) and I was very disappointed with everything up to then. And after uh, then. <laughs> yeah, because like he was in he was in Glass, which we reviewed last year. Ah, uh, yeah, that uh, movie was not good. And and also Split for a brief second. Like he I wasn't can't. Split, I'm was looking he? through his list oh, of movies, and I can't think of a movie that I actually enjoyed. The Fifth Element. Yeah, Looper literally was the last good movie that he made, and he's made Expendables two. He's done GI Joe Retaliation. Oh, man, he's made some shit films. Yeah. He's just doing it for the money now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Cash in. <laughs> Cha-ching. Well, moving along from Bruce Willis and what, what good things he's been in. Number four. Get excited, guys. <gasps> oh. oh, my God. <laughs> it's actually not. Oh, oh, you can't do that. Oh, hang on, I had another one. Do it again, Tom. Do it again. Get excited, guys. Oh my god, the PTA has disbanded! <laughs> 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 
the PTA has not disbanded. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know how excited Ian is about this. Oh God! Um, so, <laughs> is it? Am I? Is, 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 did he give you camgirl money? <laughs> Ian loves Seth Rogen. Uh, yeah, loves him, loves him, loves him. <laughs> so, of course, we did have the trailer drop for an American pickle. Yeah, I. Don't it's a thing. Know how this is going? Not necessarily going to work. Like, I don't know the genre of film. I don't think he does. <laughs> I, I think the genre of film is Seth Rogen. That's the genre. It's its so. own genre. Uh, Seth Rogen is apparently a genre. He's made himself a genre because he's doubled the Seth Rogen. Yeah. Is this the only piece of Seth Rogen news we have as well, Tom, or is there more? Should there be more? There should be, but I'll talk about it later. So my bets are, considering there's basically no other movies coming out this year... This will get an Oscar. ...that Seth Rogen wins Best Actor, Best Supporting Actor, (laughs) Best Director, Best Producer... (laughs) Best pickle. <laughs> is this is this uh, Seth Rogen's version of Uncut Gems by <laughs> with Adam Sandler? I mean, could be. It could very well be. His 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 foray into serious work. I mean that accent. Yeah, what is he? Oh no, they say where he comes from at the start. Yeah, he's just he's like an old Yiddish um, like farmer or something. I don't know. That's that's oh ditch digger, literally digging ditches. <laughs> Because that's the joke. When it's it's coming to HBO Max, um, so I don't know how we're necessarily going to view it in Australia because I don't think HBO Max is available in Australia because Foxtel owns HBO here. Um, that's right. They have a uh, syndicated network down here, uh, Fuzzflix, um, so it will be available <laughs> on that. Mm-hmm. I'm away that week. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, it's a yeah, it's a guy who works in a pickle factory. He falls into a pickle vat. And he is preserved for 100 years. Yes. And, and he, he comes out and he meets his only living relative, Seth Rogen. <laughs> yeah. Seth Rogen meets Seth. It's Jack and Jill. Oh, no. It's Jack oh, and Jill with pickles. No. It's little man. <laughs> it's little man. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, some people did like Jack and Jill. Some people like Adam Sandler with tits. <laughs> Somebody yep. has to. And the, well, and like literally the only difference between this is Seth Rogen with a beard and without a beard, and one of them's talking with a Yiddish accent. It's Which sounds it's, Russian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm confused about this one because it looks like it's supposed to be, it could be a TV show or a movie. Um, it could go for 20 episodes or an hour and a half. Um, it could be funny or it could be really dark and serious. I don't know what what it's supposed to be. But I'm not intrigued either. No. Yeah. Like, I don't want to know the answer. <laughs> the trailer gives you like a load of story, but it doesn't necessarily tell you whether it is a comedy, whether it is a Good. horror film, whether it is a documentary. It doesn't really tell you any of this. No. I- I'm going to say, it, it, it's a guy who's been preserved in pickle brine for 100 years who comes to the 21st century to sell pickles with his great-grandson. I think it's a comedy. And since you seem unclear on the concept, that was sarcasm. <laughs> it just, yeah, I, I, it doesn't look like a funny comedy. Then it looks like a bad comedy. Yeah. Anything with Rob Schneider. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. maybe David Spade. But, but see, like Seth Rogen does some good stuff. But I just go don't on. Know. Uh, I, did you watch Longshot last year? No. No, I heard that Longshot was okay. Longshot was though. really good. 
Longshot was really fun. So I, I enjoyed that. It's a it's a nice one to watch with your girlfriend. Oh wait. Ooh. Sorry, Ian. Unplug him. A treacherous underhanded sneak attack. <laughs> I put that in there for Tom as well because it's <laughs> I used to quote it to Tom all the time. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> an interesting story behind this nickel. In 1957, I remember it was, I got up in the morning and made myself a piece of toast. I sent the toaster to number three. Medium brown. <laughs> so good. Uh, that could go forever. It could. I was about to say, too long, duty, too long. Nope, nope, it stays how it is. <laughs> Uh, and then we have the last trailer that we also watched. We have another one for Seoul because we are now at a time in history where it is common practice to release five, six trailers. Why not just keep releasing them? Yeah. The movie yeah. will release someday. Showing 80% of the same footage over and over again. Yeah. And again, and again, and again. Well, well, I just love the old, like, the, the new trend of trailers, how they have, like, the little sneak peek to get you interested, and then they have the title card, and then they have the actual trailer. Yeah. It seems like they've, they've, they've started releasing a trailer, mm. and then they have an extended trailer, and that sneak peek is the trailer before the extended trailer. <laughs> yeah, it makes no <laughs> so, sense. Like, like a three and a half minute trailer as well. Yeah, it's like, fucking long. Just release the movie to Disney Plus. It might as well. It's three and a half minutes long. Mm. Imagine if it's one of those Pixar shorts you see at the start of a film. Maybe it's Toy Story Five, and Soul is the short before Toy Story mm. Five. I mean, I gotta oh. tell you, like, I was originally interested in this movie, and I am now not at all. Like, I thought, oh, this seems interesting. It could have some cool, like, soul music to it and all of this. And I'm just seeing the same shit over and over again. And I'm like, this isn't funny and it's not, like, entertaining. What was that to- movie that they did with the um, all of the emotions? Inside Out. Yeah, it's that. It's yeah. literally just that. Which is, like you say, Ian, like, I was expecting lots of music stuff. I was expecting more of that side of it. And now that we've seen, you know, what's in it, I'm like, no, that's the same fucking movie in a different format. Yeah, exactly. It's not nothing it's, to do with soul music, and that's what I wanted. No, because yeah. it's about souls. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, no. I know. Sorry, that, I the, like the whole premise was like it's set up in those first few trailers to be about music, and yes, there was some death stuff, and yeah, there was a, that combination between dying and the music and all the rest of it. Mm. But no, this just looks shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a, not a fan. Maybe this is the fall of Pixar because Toy Story 4 was also not that great. Yeah, it wasn't that great. And they had the good dinosaur. And I didn't see that Coco or whatever, Coco and the Legend of the Lost Guitars or whatever it was called. It wasn't too bad, but again, it wasn't. But Coco was just a rip-off though, so yeah. I'm going to say, do, do, do also take into consideration that we are not the target market for these. I mean, have you ever met a big kid? That's what I am. (laughs) I mean, it's true. I've seen him. (laughs) Mentally speaking. He's like inside out and those ones, like the ones that we sort of judge as not being as great. I'm sure they might be classics in the future. Some people, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) They shouldn't be. (laughs) It's just, it's not the Lion King though, is it? No. (laughs) 
It's not Hercules. It's not Aladdin, you mean. Oh, it's not Aladdin. <gasps> Aladdin. Grab my lamp. <laughs> Number two. Number two. So, for this one, a little bit of news that excited me. And it should, you as well. Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> it has been announced that Fallout is getting a TV series. I did see this, yeah. Creators wow. of Westworld. Wow. Based on Fallout 76. <laughs> yeah, you got to... Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this. It's, everything's going to be cool. The first episode is just the main character clipping into a wall for half an hour. <laughs> just emptiness. The second episode is someone collecting bottle caps for half an hour. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna have we're gonna have people walking around with Pip Boys on their arm for this show. Mm-hmm. Essentially, yeah. tubematic TVs strapped to their forearms. But yeah. we also are going to have a great soundtrack with some old school music. We better have Butcher Pete in there somewhere. I doubt it. <laughs> I'd say don't get your hopes up. <laughs> well, they've had it for like the past four games now, I think. Yeah, but it doesn't mean it's going to be in it as a show. Yeah. It's a TV show, right? Not a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Amazon. 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 Mm. Mm. I mean, Amazon seemed to be making better and better content now than they did particularly like three years ago. Yeah. Well, Amazon just seemed to be throwing their money around at the moment. I mean, what are they getting? They're getting Fallout, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I think there's another couple of big properties. That Wrong button. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry, you said Lord of the Rings. I'm like, oh, God. You blew it. <laughs> yes. Um, they're also doing uh, on some, something else on Amazon. Um, Seth Rogen's doing a Ninja Turtles movie. I think that's going to be an Amazon property. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Did see this. It's like animated. It's going to be an animated It's, it's the original story, isn't it? It's the original Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah. The live action one, but animated. Yeah. Again, there's an honorable... Honorable <laughs> mentions. Honorable mentions. Tom didn't oh, know this. He is too. <laughs> <laughs> you just quickly you Googled it, didn't you? You could hear the Googling. <laughs> Now, uh, for for last week's episode, people did miss out on the news. Was there any major things from the news last week that we want to mention this week before we move on to number one? I did you know it. Would, you know, it would be awesome. <laughs> yes. Had, had had you discussed that in advance so I could have the bloody... No, no, no. <laughs> there was... Uh, I, I don't... I assumed you guys talked about it. The Michael Keaton rumor for The Flash Batman yes, movie? Yes, did. Yeah, oh, Flash Batman. Yes, yeah, we did. Um, there's people are also clamoring for uh, Christian Bale to appear in it as Batman as well. Some people are asking for George Clooney to appear in it again as some form of Bruce Wayne or Batman to show like different timelines or multiverses or whatever. Mm. <laughs> I mean, no. Um, <laughs> I mean, Keaton. Yes, absolutely, hands down. Bring back Keaton. The rest of them can go jump. Even Christian Bale. Even Christian Bale, like, because I don't want him associated with this universe. Yeah, I don't so, want to ruin know. the goodness that yeah. was. Um, Michael but- Keaton has enough kitsch factor to him that yeah, you, know, you can go, yeah, that's that'll be funny. But Christian Bale's a little bit too serious for a off the wall DC EU thing. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he's yeah. in the yeah series. Just- and Michael Keaton, like he he does quite occasionally make shit movies, so it's fine. I mean, name a shit movie Michael Keaton's done. American Ultra. Multiplicity. <laughs> Oh, that's the worst name I ever heard. Oh, no. 
um there was also i sent it to to ian there is a rumor that of course internet rumors for movies are never really true that um ben affleck might also be returning back to the role of batman yes so like you whether- have it's already dead on your soundboard <laughs> <laughs> He's already dead. (laughs) Oh, yes, I do, Ken. Um, Yeah, whether that he'll be in the Flashpoint movie just as the current timeline's Batman or who knows, but that's a a rumour that I read online that they're going to announce it at the DC Fandom. Mm. When's that? Uh, August 11th, about middle of August. Ah, that's like the 11th of August, yeah. 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 (laughs) Uh, the 11th or the 8th? Ah, okay. The 8th or the 11th? 2020. Yeah. The 8th or the 12th, that's already out. Yeah. <laughs> Before the 21st. Yeah. After the 18th. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah. yeah okay. Somewhere in the month of Ust. Ust. Okay. Yes. Moving along. For the number one piece of news, it is once again up the top of this list, and I have put it here because it just it just doesn't seem to die with news-related topics. We have Justice League again. Hey. So, Justice League has been quite controversial this last week. So, we have had a lot of news coming out from specifically uh, Cyborg, so Ray Fisher, essentially taking fire at Josh Joss Whedon and saying how terrible he was on set. Um, it has then also been reconfirmed from Kevin Smith that he has spoken to some of the people that worked on there and he just came in and essentially told everybody how shit a job that, uh, and don't, don't uh, take me verbatim on this, um, that uh, Zack Snyder was doing and would just say it to the crew that had been working on the film for the last several months. Um, there's Yeah, so there's a lot of things going around about the trouble that was on set for the version of Justice League that we got. Mm. I mean, it shows when you watch that film because the Just Wait in Justice League is fucking shit. It is pretty bad. Yeah. I don't think yeah. it'll get any better. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be a completely different film and how will we know <laughs> <laughs> apparently he was very persistent on Ray Fisher saying boo yeah um, and Ray Fisher didn't like it fun fact no. and that was because that's what Cyborg used to say in the, the like 2003 Teen Titans TV show booyah and when he used to do stuff and he used to say it a fuckload and it used to fucking grate me He'd like open a can of drink, booyah! He'd punch someone, uh, booyah! I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, mm. apparently they wanted it as his catchphrase, but like Ray Fisher's sort of thing to that is he just didn't want to be a character just sitting there touting out yeah, catchphrases. Catchphrases. Which is fair enough. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Like, so- I don't actually remember him saying it in the movie, though. When does he say it? He does. He does once, I think. I don't remember this. He does something. I must have blocked this entire movie out of my brain. Yeah, he does something and then lands or something. He goes, booyah. And I'm like, oh, my God, shut the fuck up. Um, but Cyborg is I an s- important character for the storyline that they use for Justice League. And he's literally, he's like the Rick Moranis in Ghostbusters. He does nothing. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much. 
He's a lot the, of them did nothing in that movie. Yes. Yeah. You could say the movie did nothing. Batman <laughs> smiles in that movie. That's how fucked that movie is. Yeah, it's pretty mm. I think it's a little unfair, though, to, like, completely try and blame Joss Whedon, which seems to be what DC's trying to do. It is entirely unfair to blame him in, uh, for, for that film, completely yeah. for that film anyway. He had some, you know, culpability for it, but... But the movie I mean, was, wasn't it, like, 90% done and then he was told yes. to come in? So it's not really fair yes. to be like, it was his fault. Everybody Appar- get him. Apparently only, like, 10% of the film is Snyder shots and the rest of it is Joss Whedon. Absolute reshots. horseshit. I, like, that's what they're that? telling you. They're, yeah. they're, if that's what they're trying to sell, that is absolute horseshit. He came in when that film was nearly complete. All of the shooting had been done, and he was putting it together at the end. Yeah, because so I remember them I, being like, oh, it's nearly done. Uh, but They didn't do any reshoots. This, yeah, there, there was they no did reshoots do reshoots. Done. Superman has a fake jaw. Yeah, they did do reshoots. But there was only, it was only like um, a few months. It wasn't long enough to shoot a whole film. I thought no. I've heard they reshot basically all of it. We'll find out when the Snyder cut releases and then we can go well this <laughs> shot's because the no, no. they're reshooting the whole the Snyder cut it is the Snyder the reshoot it is the Snyder new film call <laughs> it something else call it Justice League 2 because it ain't the same fucking movie but it they're not just... reshooting scenes they are bullshit absolute bullshit they're not reshooting scenes I will bet $10 <laughs> that they're not going to reshoot scenes then why is it know. taking them a year to do it like if they, if they don't they'll be doing they'll be doing they... it on a they won't be putting a fuckload of money into redoing all the special effects they'll go like cool you have five guys to do it you have maybe a budget of $300,000 to do it it's like well it's going to take ages to do all the special effects no, they're absolutely horseshit, man. They are, they are, they are redoing this whole thing. They're retconning a, a film that they fucked up in the first place. <laughs> There's no way that they're not. It is a long period of time. I don't know. Well, you know, we'll never know. The, the answer is we'll never know. We'll never know what was whose fault, but it was shit. <laughs> Speaking of retcons, have you guys heard the rumor that um, Lucasfilm is the, the there was the potential idea of retconning episodes seven, eight, and nine? Really? Yes. No, do you mean special editioning? No, no, no. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's, a, there's, there's, there's a difference. There's apparently two... Cam- oh, this is what I, again, read online. Don't know if it's real or not. Um, but there is two different camps, if you will, in the Lucasfilm. There is the sequel trilogy Kathleen Kennedy camp, and there is yeah. the classic camp with Dave Filoni and... Uh, oh, fuck, what's his name? The director of Iron Man. I've forgotten his name. Oh, uh, John Favreau. John Favreau. Favreau. So there's the I classic camp, camp with Favreau camp. and Filoni, and then there's... Uh, Kathleen Kennedy's camp and Favreau and Filoni want to go we want to get rid of those sequels we want to focus on working on sort of the classic Star Wars stuff where of course reading online don't know if it's real Kathleen Kennedy's like this is her legacy she wants to keep in the Star Wars line and apparently that's there's a that's what's going on at Disney apparently Oh, I'm happy for that. that again, yeah. If, if Justice League can do it, then we can absolutely do it with Star Wars. So yeah, Filoni and Favreau all are right. Yeah, Filoni and Favreau. Fuck yeah! I watch watching I that know Mandalorian. What you're talking about. Yeah, the Mandalorian uh, documentary series that's on Disney Plus is so fucking good. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they hand him a movie. Dave Filoni, uh, John <laughs> Favreau as well. As, yeah. in, as in the team, considering how well The Mandalorian is doing, mm. people love mm. it. I wouldn't be surprised if they then go, all right, do a movie, do a, like a, a solo or a Rogue One sort of thing, its own one-off movie, see mm. how that goes. Mm. Because it makes sense, mm. you know, they've now proven themselves as opposed to, uh, you know, Ryan Johnson Kevin or someone Kennedy. just coming in and going like, ah, oh, here you go, Here's, make a whole His, yeah. trilogy. And Taika Waititi's doing a Star Wars film as well. Yeah, 
I think that's yep. a good way to go. I think as you know, just stick to one-offs. Don't try and make another trilogy or anything like that until you know that it's going to work. Yeah. And the what's his name? I keep forgetting f- fuck his names. The Marvel guy is also doing Star Wars films as well. The uh, Kevin Feige. Oh, uh, yes, that's right. He came in as he came in like after producing. Nine was done. I was like, oh, I'm going to do some Star Wars films. Yeah, producing though, mm-hmm. isn't he? Yeah, I have no idea. I believe so because that was the that was what everyone was thinking, and we were thinking that he was basically going to come in and oust Kathleen Kennedy. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> Some people like yeah. the sequels. That's cool. Some people don't. That's cool. But yeah. show me those people that like the sequels, and I because I want to go to their house and punch them in the face. <laughs> uh, I, 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 Ian's got a warning for punching in the face later. But sorry, Tom, what were you going to say? No, I'm going to say I, I feel as a complete trilogy. The new, the new ones. Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about. I was actually thinking about this last night. And nah, get rid of them. I'm happy for them to be got, gotten rid of. I don't well, like them. Imagine if there's like Star Wars Episode Seven, and it wakes up and someone like it's the end of the Skywalker. This you know the, the Skywalker Rise of Skywalker, and it's someone streaming, like it's Chewbacca dreaming. <laughs> it was all a dream. terrible dream. <gasps> oh, thank God. The problem, the problem I have with it is, you know, I don't actually think it's horrible. Like the whole trilogy, I don't think it's good, but I don't think it's horrible. It's it's somewhere in that realm of okay. But the problem is that it shat on the original trilogy and what happened to the characters just shat all over it mm. it, it, it com- shat on its own trilogy though like <laughs> everything in number three is like yeah it says to number two oh no fuck that number two is terrible here's all the things that we really wanted to say and it's like it's not a consistent story within itself exactly that's the main like, problem i have that's like at least like it's it's like that, that whole thing you do with like improv comedy it's an uh, yes and Yes, you did that, and here's the next thing. Not, exactly. I'm just completely ignoring everything you've done so I can tell my story. So there's no consistency, and that's Kathleen Kennedy's fault for not just, holding it together. Yeah, exactly. And I think there's just too many egos. Obviously, yeah. you know... the JJ, Jar Jar Abrams, like his, his yeah. ego was so fucking bruised that he came back in, pushed everyone around, and made that third one a complete shit show. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I blame all three of them. Ryan Johnson, Jaja Abrams, and Kathleen Kennedy. You know what? Yeah. I blame everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's fault except mine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I think that might. I think uh, if cinemas still don't continue to open in Victoria, that could be an episode for another time. Everything wrong with Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a long episode. <laughs> oh yeah. Skip the news. But Tom, thank you very much for providing uh, the, this week's weekly news. You're thank welcome. You, Tom. News complete. Yeah, but we have a sponsor for, of course, Shaken Not Nerd. We, uh, two of us, are currently sitting in the studios now. Ian, where are we, and what do our sponsors do? Uh, I'm inside a very dark basement, and I have a lot of whips around me on the walls. Some gags, some. Go on, keep going. <laughs> Other sexual items like comic oh, books. <laughs> Yes, our sponsors are Incognito Comics, the, I would say, hands down, the best comic book store in Australia. That's right, you heard me. We're biased, but why love it? Yeah, better than fucking Minotaur. Um, so <laughs> whoa, if, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? They are. Uh, you can find them online at incognitocomics.com.au or at 32B Bignor Road, Moorabbin, just if you're What's driving. that address? 32B, B for B, Bignor <laughs> Road, Moorabbin. <laughs> 
B for the second letter of the alphabet. <laughs> uh, if you're driving down Bigger Road, just look out for the giant comic book uh, windows that they've got. They've got these massive, huge windows. You cannot miss them because it is literally the only color on the street. Um, it is. Uh, they've just gotten in some new... Uh, there's this new character called the Gold Lantern that's coming out for uh, DC's Legion of Superheroes, which looks really fucking stupid. Uh <laughs> They've got, uh, I'm currently reading Transformers Ghostbusters. I've actually finished Power Rangers Ninja Turtles, which was awesome. Uh, and they have the 80th or uh, 80 years celebra- uh, celebratory uh, issue of the Green Lantern. It's 80 years of Green Lantern this year. Wow. It's a so, long uh, time. It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. There's some new Batman books coming out. There's the new Batman animated series continuation comic book, which apparently is fantastic. Um, there's loads always coming in. So you can find them online at incognitocomics.com.au or at 32B that's B for B Bignall Road Marabin 32B Bignall Road Marabin <laughs> thank you Domino's for hosting and having us here in this beautiful there's a lot of art and there's a lot of statues in this room I will say I love it how, I, how is your I am both <laughs> how is your studio Tom my studio yeah it's pretty it, it, it's pretty I got my Latin dictionary what I got my uh, oh yeah what's our Latin digest? word for today <laughs> My Reader's Digest, 1001 Computer Hints and Tips. <laughs> Why do you have a Latin dictionary? Why do you have a Reader's Digest? <laughs> well, let, let, let's say, so, so the Reader's Digest, let, let's have a look at when, the, when, when, when this bad boy was published. <laughs> so, uh, 2002. Oh, so it's fresh. So, yeah. It's super fresh. Who wants to learn how to install an Epson printer? <laughs> <laughs> Make sure no one's on the phone. <laughs> All right. Ooh, building but- a CD-ROM library. Wow. That's, that's a page turner. Is there anything on floppy disks? 2002. Come on, man. Could be. We're back at the cinema again. Um, <laughs> okay. uh, well, this week's episode, uh, we're talking about a classic action film that uh, came It came second to what, what movie came first that week? Clearly, someone doesn't like this movie. <laughs> Fuzzy, can, can anyone know. recall what, what, what this what? came second to? No, I can't remember. Oh, this was the uh, was this the nineties action films? Okay. This might have been second to um, either. This was second to Jurassic Park. Oh, mm. well, Fuzzy, you seem to know yeah. what it is. What movie are we talking about this week? And what's the movie about without using the word partridge? Sure. What? Okay, so Alan Partridge. Oh, fuck. Um, okay. um, so there was this pear tree, right? Um, I had a couple of birds. No. I, I said, uh, told my lady person what we were watching last night, and she said, what, you're watching the actor The Rock? I said, no, it is the actual Rock, the 1996 classic. Pet Rock, the movie. The Rock. <laughs> Remember when pet rocks were a thing? Because <laughs> um, they were. And this one is an amazing film because it has... It's the sequel to the James Bond franchise. Oh, it is not. Um, you stop that. <laughs> are you going to punch him in the mouth? Yes, I said to do I said, if you say that, I'm going to punch you straight in the face. <laughs> it's true. Uh, it is Sean Connery starring alongside Nicolas Cage in an action romp. You know, hilarity ensues. Um, Ed Harris is a crazy general that wants to get money for people who have died so he holds the american nation to hostage with these chemical rockets I think you mean 90s woody harrelson <laughs> 90s woody harrelson <laughs> um 
Yeah, so he uh, he gets steals this chemical that's going to VX nerve gas that's going to kill everybody, and he says, "I want your money, otherwise I'm going to launch my rockets." And yes, Alcatraz is involved. <laughs> <laughs> Alcatraz Disgust. is adjacent. Well, this, this movie's got a fuckload of actors in it. Not only does it have Sean Connery and uh, Nicolas Cage, it's also got John C. McGinley, so Doctor Cox. It's got for fun- like two seconds. He's in this film. Yeah, it's got Candyman. The actor yes, who plays Candyman is in this. Uh, it's got Tuco from Breaking Bad. It's got it does, fucking yeah. Michael Bean. Yes, it it's does. got the guy who plays Shocker in the MCU. He was in Spider-Man: Homecoming. Mm. Yes, it's got a lot. Of, it's got a load of actors in it. Yeah, it does. Mm. Uh, are any of them good? We'll see. They're all good. They're all good in this amazing film. Mm. <laughs> oh well, let's kick it off with the positive. Speaking we- of punching people in the mouth. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> we uh, we we've, we've talked about the story. Now let's uh, assume people have seen this. If they haven't seen this, it's. Definitely a movie I'll we'll talk about whether you should or not at the end of the episode. But Ian, give us some positives. You can just take off the positives. Uh, let me see. What have I got? Uh, Sean Connery's in this movie. I love Sean Connery. He's such a nice guy. Next. Is that your only positive? Is no, Sean it's my Con- only positive for this whole movie is Sean Connery. Oh, we gonna we gonna fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tom, what are your positives? Yeah, well, I, I agree with Ian. I really did like Sean Connery in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me you have more positives than just Sean Connery. <laughs> I, I was, I, 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 I think this film was fun personally, and like if I, if I look at it across the board, so Nicolas Cage in this film, I could actually stand him in this film. Well, that makes one of um, us, which which is a definite positive to the film because sometimes he over uh, he definitely overdoes it and gets sometimes. Most of the time, he goes a little bit too much Nicolas Cage, and I would say that this film, he's at about 80% Nicolas Cage, and 80% Nicolas Cage is a bearable level of Nicolas Cage. I'd argue um, that 80% Nicolas Cage is 80% too much Nicolas Cage. My lady person asked me a question about halfway through the film. She said, is there any time he's not extra? <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah. I was like, that is perfect description of what he is. He's yeah. just extra. Every time he goes, he's on screen. He's just a little bit more than you need. Um, yeah. <laughs> if he dialed it back about five percent, it might be perfect. But he's that's just Nicholas Cage. That's the magic of his roles. Yeah, magic is a good way to he's put not, it. Is he really extra in Con Air though? He's not really over the top in that. That fucking accent that he's pulling off, my baby girl. I think his um, hair is the other 80% in that movie. Oh yeah, all right, that's fair <laughs> enough. Everything about that movie is extra. Like, you just watch it, it's terrible, but it's awesome. No, I, I think the thing that gets me about Nicolas Cage now, and I'm not sure whether it bothers anybody else, but every picture that I see of him where, where he's got the beard, it just looks like he's in, like injected three packets worth of hair dye into the hair on his face, so it's like such a block colour. It just looks super unnatural and disturbing. I'm not old, you're old. (laughs) (laughs) It's like you got a paintbrush out and just started going at it. Um, Just got a Sharpie. (laughs) And I mean, I I guess this is a positive sort of, I guess this is probably just a nostalgia thing because it's not actually towards the film itself. As Duty already mentioned, it actually was pretty cool to see a lot of actors that I knew from other things just in this film because I just sort of sat there and kept going, him too, him too. And the Pirates of the uh, Caribbean. 
<laughs> Mon did say that goes, this movie sounds like fucking Pirates of the Caribbean and sometimes it sounds like Lord of the Rings. Anytime Sean Connery's doing something good, it sounds like he's in the fucking Shire. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. Yeah, it it did have some interesting music choices. Um, it was a little bit more Irish than it was Scottish, so uh, yeah. But apparently <laughs> he's English. So go back to Scottish. England. It's like no, no. He's born in Scotland, but he's English, according to them. Yeah, so it's James Bond, isn't he? James Bond is, yeah, English, but... He was born uh, in Scotland. Yes, yeah. but he's not James aren't Bond. There, aren't there two lines in that? Aren't there... Um, they refer to England, and then there's another one where the guy goes, my dad was Irish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, was that makes no yeah. sense. But I would have loved it with a, if there was, like, a reoccurring thing or where he went, I'm Scottish or something, when he... They say often, that he was born in Scotland. Born in Glasgow. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. But if he had actually said it when people kept calling oh, him right. English or saying Irish, it would have been good if he actually had something uh, back rather yeah. than just people... Would have made more sense. <laughs> but you could just tell, like, he was just too tired to... Actually, he'd had that conversation many, many times in prison for, like, 30 years. So he's just like, eh, fuck it. It's not worth correcting you. I'm just going to murder you instead. And he's, he's fucking... Fu- I will say, Sean Connery's fucking hilarious in this film. It's like, oh, getting a- avoiding gang rape in the showers... That's not really a problem now. Maybe I've lost my sex appeal. (laughs) I did think it had some good, like, little liners in there. Um, Mm -hmm. Definitely. Sean Connery is. Your only positive. My only positive for a reason. Jesus. Any other positives, Tom? I'll let Fuzzy go. Fuzzy, here we go. All right, like the the action in this film is peak nineties action. Indication. (laughs) Yes. Absolutely. Uh, look, it, it is peak '90s action. Like this is, it was bombastic. There was lots of uh, like explosions everywhere. There was lots of people getting knifed and like things happening. It was, it was cool. Like there was just, I liked the explosive level of action in this. And this is where like, everything is, explodes. <laughs> everything explodes, including a tram car, which is an electric vehicle, <laughs> which explodes and goes straight up in the air <laughs> for, for <laughs> reasons. <laughs> Like, there's just so much about this film that's just, it's crazy. Like, you know, my lady person talked about, you know, Nicolas Cage being extra. This whole film is extra. Like, everything about it is just a little bit more than you need. And I think that's that's the, the fun to it. Mm, like, a I lot of action disagree. films forget about being fun and enjoyable. And this actually has a lot of fun factor to it, which, which I really liked. It's also Michael Bay's best film. So, just going to say. It probably is Michael Bay's best film, like which goes to my. It's better than negatives. Bad Boys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bad Boys is a, is a is a good film as well. He did this, then he did. Uh, sorry, he did Bad Boys, then this, and then Armageddon, and then it was, and yeah, you know. and then Transformers, and then proceeded to shit on everyone's childhood. I would yes. argue he hasn't done any good movies at all. I mean, that's your argument, and uh, yeah. you're you're right to be wrong. Um, <laughs> that's uh, look. I I just I have a lot of fun with this film, just because it's it. Uh, you can go into it and not take it too seriously and enjoy it. If you're not looking to, yeah, if you're looking to switch your brain off and have things explode and quippy one-liners and all the rest of it, this is the film for you. And I, I think that's that's a, a good way to be. Like, there is a lot of stuff in this film that does not make sense. There's a lot of you know stuff that hasn't aged well. Um, there's a lot of uncomfortable feelings towards gay people. Um, it's just there's just stuff that doesn't work in this film. But everything else about it is is so so right. It just it's a schlocky action film that 
perfectly encapsulates what the 90s were all about. I reckon that's a pretty good way of putting it. Go on, Dee. Yeah. Uh, Go on, Dee. Give us the good stuff. Well, yeah, it's a it's a great over the top action film. Um, I like. I think it's a really good villain because he's not really a bad person. Like he's 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 taken hostages, but he hasn't hurt any of them. They go in, into the jail cells from being a tourist, like getting like you know, oh, let's see what it's like being a fucking prisoner, and then they just keep them in there. Um, they don't hurt anyone when he when they steal the VX nine gas at the start of the film. They don't kill anyone. They knock everyone out. The only one who dies is the guy who gets caught in the in the, the vault with the VX9 gas. He's the only one who dies at the start. So I like the villain because the villain is... A, I wouldn't even say he's a bad guy, but he's, he's doing what he's doing for the right reasons. Um, the, the way that the story works and it like slowly introduces you to how the VX9 gas works and then how to... You know, about the, the syringe into your heart, which Nicolas Cage doesn't put into his heart... But uh, <laughs> right into his lung, right, yeah, right into the bottom person. of his ribs. Um, What's well, best if you inject it into your spleen? <laughs> but it, 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 it's those films that it, you know it shows you how the gas works at the start, and then it shows you how uh, to counter it with that sort of the, the injection. Uh, it gives you sort of it slowly shows you things, and then by the end of the film, when you're going, oh, none of the VX9 gas has gone off, and then he puts it into the fucking guy's mouth and then punches him in the face. I'm like, fucking cool. Um, it's got some uh, a buttload of uh, action stars, and of course, Michael Bean is fantastic. That that showdown, sort of in the shower, uh, the shower yeah. room, it's it's a great scene because it's just all this tension, and it just starts from a brick falling over, and then it just turns into this massacre, and it's just insane as well. And it reinforces that the bad guy isn't a bad guy because he's like, "Don't shoot them, cease fire, cease fire," and it just shows that like his his marines have just turned into you know mercenary thugs and they're just shooting and smiling and candy man's a dick um <laughs> it's a really it's a it's a really fun candy dick <laughs> Ian. that's my street name <laughs> it's it's one of the it's a 90s action film i think this is uh this goes alongside with con air and face off and Die Hard, and all those sort of like those quintessential must-watch action films. Because even it might not be as uh, I wouldn't say say thrilling, but as suspenseful as Die Hard can be, because he has no shoes on, he has no shirt on. But it's it's one of those action films where the action is just fantastic. Action. I mean, don't compare this to Die Hard. Die Hard has actually got some thought to it. <laughs> oh yeah, but like that, 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 it's got a proper plot. If, and if, everything. If you went off. to like you know Kmart or, or something and they had those like five action films for ten dollars and that you know that crappy DVD plastic and they had Con Air, Face Off, Die Hard, uh, The Rock, and fuck, I don't know, Commando or something, and you'd be like, this is the this is the biggest action man pack of all time. For like '90s action or something like that, more well, commandos in the '80s, and so is Die Hard because it's '89. But close enough. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> Round it up. <laughs> Look, it definitely fits firmly into that that niche of just like over the top, good quality action films. Yeah, yeah, good and qual- okay. I I like the fan theory that Sean Connery is James Bond, and no. he alludes and hints to it all the fucking time. No. How'd you Absolutely. learn that? Absolutely, Secret Trevor. Terrible. But now we move on to... I'm going to leave him for last. We move on to the negatives. Uh, let's go back in the direction we went. Negatives for me. Um, you can see with a lot of the explosions, people are wearing cables. And you can oh, yeah. physically see the cables. 
Um, there is one scene uh, where John C. McGinley dies. I don't think he's dead because his, his legs catch fire and then he falls off a, a mining cart and falls into water, which is like, what, 10 metres under him maybe? It's dead. That that means dead. Right. Yeah. And then when Tuco from Breaking Bad and the other guy are chasing him with on the minecarts, you see Tuco fall out of the minecart and you see his his body fall into the water. And it's like his head smashes on rocks. And if you watch that scene, that's John C. McGinley's head. <laughs> like that is he's looking at the camera as he's fallen on the rocks. And I'm sitting there going, So hang on, is John C. McGinley alive? Um The uh, yeah, there's not really much. I, it's a very long... I find this is a long film, and there are stretches where nothing is happening. Um, <laughs> and there's also, like, they set up this whole, you know, the, the SEAL team to go into the rock and, you know, all this sort of stuff like that. And they're dead. And there's two left. Where I think it, it would have it been cool to sort of have the them sort of do a little bit more before they just get killed off, because they arrive and then they're dead. Um how Sean Connery knows how to get around modern day San Francisco in a Humvee and not get caught in traffic or flat out just, you know, remove an axle from his vehicle is beyond me. That and how Nicolas Cage catches up to him in a Ferrari and he's not from San Francisco. Like if the, if he I'm lives in I'm also confused about how long Sean Connery was actually in prison for because they say 30 years, but then if you do the math, it's 20 years. So it's somewhere in that. It's in the nineties and he got captured in the sixties, didn't he? Yeah, but they say 30 years. 33 years. No, like, they yeah. say... 70s that he got captured um, and it's the 90s so that's 20 years but then they say that he's been incarcerated for 30 years so someone didn't they, someone didn't do their math I thought they said 20 something I thought it was Maybe 33 Fuzzy? see what the, the problem that I have here is you guys are overthinking that's, that's, <laughs> you, you're actually thinking about the details and that's your problem if you don't think about the details then the movie makes sense I couldn't see the movie <laughs> exactly stop thinking about it let, let me tell you a phrase in Latin that'll get your mind off it yeah okay sure. <laughs> come on Tom hit us with some Latin Nesuta Supra Crendipap <laughs> what, what does that mean? I'm, I'm drinking a cream de pop in my <laughs> let, let the cobbler stick to his. Exactly. Well said, Tom. I can see you're an educated man. <laughs> so clearly you're not a field operative. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's not really much I don't like about this film, Fuzzy. Um, this film is terribly edited. Um, it's terribly put together. There is so, like, like you said, with the wires... Um, there is so much of this stuff that is just not well done. Um, Sean Connery in a lot of scenes, if he is moving there more than a brisk walk, uh, is replaced by a man that looks nothing like him. Um, there's one scene where he's like, uh, in the, in the hotel and he's running down the escalator and he's bowling dudes over. And I was like, who the fuck is that guy? And then it cuts and then it cuts back and it's Sean Connery and you're like, oh shit, that's just a stunt double. And the stunt double shows up. He looks nothing like Sean Connery. At least have him wearing a Sean Connery mask or something. <laughs> like a like a Michael Myers uh, mask. A Mission Impossible yeah. mask. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. But like he just it just looks terrible. Like there's so many of those seams to this movie that you look now and you go, wow, that's how the fuck did they think they were going to get away with that? I have no idea, but that's what they've done. So there's a, a lot of that stuff where it's just been it's been made poorly, but I think the intention of the film uh, is still right. But yes, I think if this film got made today, it would get such a panning. It would be it would be. Don't this worry, terrible, I will be. 
<laughs> but I think because of the time it was made, where like you look at the other films that are coming out around about that time, um, None of I, which I think good. it's it's perfectly paced and uh, and set for that time. So we, I mean, we're looking at 1996. We had like Mission Impossible. We had Independence Day. We had Broken Arrow. Like they're all better than this. Broken Arrow, yeah. better than this. Fuck, okay, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Not Broken Arrow. The others are. Executive decision, um, eraser, like that. That's oh, the. It, it's right in the middle of that tone of the, that time. That's it, it. Doesn't do anything different than you would need those kind of action movies to do. And I, I kind of like it. I think the, the the amount of people they kill and you know, the, I suppose the size and scale of it. It it really is mid nineties action at its finest, which to this day doesn't really. So we need smarter films now because we are producing smarter films. So, yeah, that's... that people were dumber in the 90s. People wanted the big big explosions. And if you had lots of explosions, then that covers up a lot of, you know, you don't need a plot if you have things blowing up, Um, which is why Michael Bay made billions of dollars. So... I mean, Goldeneye yeah. is also an action movie that came out around this time and is we've reviewed and is miles better than this movie in every way. Not saying it's not. I'm. I'm not saying it's not. I'm saying this is a perfect mid '90s action film. So, but it's yeah. not perfect if there are one. Like there are some in the same genre that are better than it. It's a perfect example of a mid '90s action film. It's a perfect example of a bad '90s action movie. No, I, I agree <laughs> to disagree. Uh, Tom. Well, I think quintessentially it's already been mentioned in a way, but, yeah, I think the biggest negative is Michael Bay doing what Michael Bay does. Um, (laughs) And, of course, that is, to me, I just found it a little bit ridiculous to the explosion um, perspective. Uh, Obviously, uh, and I think Fuzzy did mention it earlier, the, the tram car hitting cars and everything going up in flames. A little bit. Ridiculous. I can suspend disbelief within a certain uh, within a certain realm, and that's outside that realm. Yeah, that I, tram car gets fucking launched into the air. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, and I, and I think it, it's true. It's a it, it, it's a product of the '90s, and I appreciate that it would have been a better film in the '90s. But as I think Fuzzy has already touched on, I, I, you expect now a different calibre of film and whether that means that this is aged to that extent is another question. Um, I guess that's, that, that's really my main negatives about it. Just, I, I think it's just a timely thing more than anything. Cause I think it, it, it is enjoyable. It is fun. I've, I've never seen this film before. So I think huh. the rest of you have. See. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't aware that you hadn't seen it before. Yeah. I'd never seen it. Um, so seeing it for the first time, how drunk were you, Tom? <laughs> and quarter bottle of whiskey down. Yeah, damn. <laughs> See, yeah, viewing situations matter. Like, yeah, the yeah. Of how you view this matters. I was lucid. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, well, okay. So, so I will say it in line with my Zombie Land two review. Good <laughs> <Yeah>. whilst drunk. <laughs> Zombieland 2 is just not good. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> it is when you have, like, 
five or six giant cocktails throwing. <laughs> uh, you guys went. Uh, yeah, Tom and I went. And we uh, got sufficiently drunk before. <laughs> we yeah. spent like two hundred dollars at TGI Friday on cocktails. Jesus Christ! Totally worth it. <laughs> <laughs> worth every penny. Uh, here we go. We move on to in your negatives about The Rock. Wait for it. All right. The plot of this movie, I think he just got like three prompts out of jars and threw them together, and I'm pretty sure that they were they were the above. I, I feel like we've <laughs> heard this before. Did someone say secret nerve agent? I heard secret nerve agent. <laughs> yeah, secret nerve agent, James Bond. <laughs> three prompts out of the hat. <laughs> and Alcatraz Prison. <laughs> shaka, 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 shaka. Movie. Uh, it has three of some of the most hated things I... Like, some of the three things I hate the most in movies. Um, hmm, okay. One of them... Number one, Michael, the first. <laughs> Michael Bay, <laughs> in general. Oh, God, yes. Yes. Yeah. The second I one... I agree. He's yeah. terrible. The second one being um, Jerry Brockheimer, being Jerry Brockheimer, and just... What's wrong with Jerry Brockheimer? He did Pirates of the Caribbean. And... Thank you. Happy to be here. You trying to? You just proven his point. Exactly. <laughs> it sounds exactly like Pirates of the He's done. He has done some good movies in terms of producing, but his bad far outweighs his good. Because hmm. he's done a lot of movies. He's produced a lot of movies. What else has he done? Just Google his name. There's a huge. He's done I can a barely lot. Move my arm. Um, and uh, point the third, Nicholas fucking Cage. Oh, what's wrong with oh, him? No, hey, no. Babe, I won't have any of that. And his Oscar and winner. his uh, fiance, who's apparently half his fucking age in this movie, I thought was his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Until they started fucking. <laughs> exactly. So he's done Pirates of the Caribbean, Bad Boys One, Two, and Three. Three. Yeah, he did Bad Boys. Yeah. Right. Uh, Top Gun, National Treasure, National Treasure Two, Pirates of the Caribbean, Bad Boys Four. Apparently, he's doing Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> Uh, the Lone Ranger, Beverly Hills Cop, Armageddon, National Treasure again, uh, Pearl Harbor, Con Air, The Sorcerer's Apprentice, <laughs> Enemy of the States, Prince of Persia's Sands of Time, Gone in 60 Seconds, which isn't too bad. Yes, it is. Black Hawk Down, Deja fucking Vu, Remember the Titans, King Arthur. He's done a fuckload. Oh, <laughs> Confessions of a Shopaholic. That was rough. <laughs> fucking hell. He's yeah. done loads. He he set a tone for movies, and most of that tone is bad. Um, yeah, is bad. <laughs> I, I think he must have like shares in some sort of fuel company because everything he does needs to be like have gasoline poured all over it and, and set on fire. And gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> what can we make explode today? <laughs> um, I think probably the thing that I dislike the most about this movie, though, is just not being able to see what's happening ever it's just michael bay acting uh shaky cam shaky cam it's just constantly shaky cam even when there's nothing particularly actually happening like a close-up of sean connery's face Hmm. it's shaky cam and then zooms in all of a sudden then zooms back out and shakes the whole fucking time i couldn't enjoy this movie because i couldn't fucking see it without puking into a bucket the only time the the camera stays steady is when it's on uh, sean connery's like Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. Ugh. And that's when it's like perfectly still. And it's it's a great moment. I love it. Fucking <laughs> it's also a good line. It is <laughs> it's not. It's a great line. You don't think it's a good line? <laughs> okay, let's talk about the crappy fucking lines in this movie. Go on, yes, please. Okay. Start quoting. The worst one I 
I just fucking hated was like the main taking out the villain line where he shoots a rocket at him and he goes flying out of it. Oh, the rocket man. You, well, you rocket are, man. You are the rocket man. That's not That's even. The they, joke. They didn't even <laughs> fucking try to write a good line for that one. They just went, yeah. hey, you like that song, Rocket Man? How is it right? It's fucking horrid. This movie is horrid. It should be forgotten at the pile of crappy 90s movies. Incorrect. And there is a separate pile that is, you know, watchable action 90s movies, and this is not one of them. Stop it. Get some help. Being <laughs> <laughs> so mean, Neil. I'm sorry, I'm hitting you with the reels. How this... drunk were you in? What, yeah, you did, you, did you drink while you were watching this? No. Thing? Wow. See, there's your problem. Actually, that's a lie. I had a glass of wine. One glass of wine, so I was so. I mean, yep. I didn't expect anything else coming from you. <laughs> we got the cars I mean, we were driving here. He doesn't like anything, so that's <laughs> not true. I said Goldeneye before. <laughs> wow, I stand corrected. <laughs> Shots fired! Shots fired! <laughs> Me. All right, should we give it a score? Yeah, yeah. it's score time. Uh, let's leave Ian for last. <laughs> uh, Tom, let's go with you. Yeah, as I said before, hadn't seen this film before. Overall, it was just a bit of fun. Like, and I do love Sean Connery, so anything of him acting gruff and grizzled and being an ex-convict there is enjoyable. Um, I said Nicolas Cage, a little less than Nicolas Cage than Nicolas Cage, so I'm happy with that. <laughs> so overall, for this film, I'd probably give it about a seven. Yeah, seven. That's pretty. That's not bad. It's pretty good. Yeah. Watch it again, Serpent Tom. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> Please do. Um, uh, I won't. <laughs> Fuzzy Dan. Um, the seven is the perfect score for this film. It is a perfect seven, and it is perfectly okay to like this film as a seven. It's yeah, it's not good when you look at it, um, but when you don't look at it and you kind of squint at it and you ignore all of the things that are bad about it, it's it's perfectly fine. If you close your eyes and shout real loud, see, the this is the problem time. though. A or, or seven... drink a quarter of a bottle of whiskey, like yes, that that will help. A seven is not a bad movie. A seven is a good movie. Seven, seven is is, is classified not, as good. Yeah. yeah. It, it, but okay, there are problems with this film, but I still enjoy it. I still think it does a lot of things right. I still think the action is fun, and that's like we talked about with like cartoons being you know being fun or not fun. Like this, it has enough pacing and excitement and explosions and people dying. Like they die in ridiculous ways and they say stupid things and you score it down for that. But Seven is still fine. It's still a it's still a fun film for the fact that people die and things blow up. I mean, what else do you want from an action film? I mean, is it too much to ask for a plot? <laughs> there is, the bad guy is pretty good. You got, you got to admit. Never, I, even t- I even said that the plot was bad. <laughs> you got to admit, the bad guy, like his motivations are pretty good compared to like, oh, he's just. But it doesn't make sense. He knew, like, it was an unwinnable. He wasn't even willing to actually do anything to. Because he's not achieve- a bad guy. Yeah, exactly. But then he knew he wouldn't win because, of course, they're going to call his bluff. He knows the protocols because he's in the system. We're yeah. overthinking the movie. Again, you're overthinking something that you can't... Like, you're thinking too much about something that is... Yeah, there's your problem. Well, I don't think it's a my problem. I think it's definitely the movie problem. <laughs> <laughs> the movie problem. Uh, well, look, I'm going to echo both of those scores and give this a seven as well. Um, I think it's a... It's it's a Friday night, case of beers, cold pizza, 
action movie sort of thing. I like cold pizza. Pizza's better when it's cold. Um, it's, Why would you have cold pizza on a Friday night? I'm yeah, confused. it's night time on a Friday. Because I ordered it for breakfast on Friday. <laughs> I'm so I I feel sir I I feel personally attacked. Uh, <laughs> can I finish, please? Can I finish? <laughs> okay, I'm finished. <laughs> um, yeah, look, it's 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 a classic. I wouldn't say it's a classic action film. It's not Die Hard. It's not Commando. But if you've got the fucking action hard on, you want to watch some old school action from the 80s and 90s, I think this needs to be in the list. Mm. I think Absolutely. You, you put your Die Hard, you put Goldeneye, you put all that sort of stuff, but you put this in there, you put Con Air in there, you put uh, Face Off in there and all that sort of stuff like that. Just because this is Nicolas Cage before he went fucking bonkers. Um, no, 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 sir. This is Nicolas Cage going bonkers. We see his mental breakdown over the course of Conair, this, and uh, Face Off. Like, that is him descending into madness. No, that's just him. <laughs> face, off, he's, face Off, he's not very mad when he's... Are you fucking kidding me? We need to watch Face Off again, because that film, he is out of his mind. When he's acting as John Travolta. Exactly. There you go. That's what caused him to break. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to be doing that as a special with Phil and Oz. I have not like agreed. Like, you are going to do it, boy. <laughs> uh, look, it's a it's a fun action film. Um, there's some problems with it here and there. Like you can see the wise. There's even one scene where John C. McGinley's like he's it's like just before he dies, where he's looking for Nick Cage and he's looking for Sean Connery. He's looking like over the edge, and in that shot, you can clearly see the wire that is just holding him to the roof in case he slips and falls. Like it is. Flat, like flat in shot it's like yep he's been held onto the roof um it's it's a fun action film it's got loads of actors in it that you'll go well i know nick cage and sean Connery, but i'm like there's dr cox there's Candyman, there's tuco like that sort of referency stuff it's it's fun i'm giving it a seven excellent here we go here, here we go prepare for a low, low <laughs> so we've come to the end of the road on this DVD cover, point to it and tell me where the rock touched you. <laughs> so, you know, we're t- talking about, like, action movies and, you know, some some dumb action movies that we can enjoy and I just I just don't feel like this is one of them, I'm afraid. That's fine. So At least you watch it and you give it a shot. It's one of those movies that I don't think should be put in the list of action movies that you should watch. It, in fact, it, it shouldn't be because it's so hard to find someone in this day and age who's not kind of our age or older who actually knows what this movie is point in case and point in case and case in point yeah b people think you're talking about the rock <laughs> yeah true <laughs> i mean that's that's a good dating pickup line like hey babe have you heard of the rock the actor next <laughs> <laughs> immediate filter yeah there chicken you go. next <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I didn't enjoy this movie at all, obviously. Um, you surprised me, Ian. I know, right? <laughs> no, you know what? You know, Putting all that aside, it does have explosions, so you've got to give it some points. And as always, like I say, you- they made a movie. They wrote a script. They had actors. Yeah. And they made a movie that went to cinemas. Remember, there's always movies far worse that never Dude, got there. We're going to see that Philosopher film. the money. This made like I think it made like four hundred million, uh, three hundred thirty-five million dollars. Damn it! And yet, still, nobody members it. <laughs> People member it. People member it. Maybe of the latter generations. Um, 
<laughs> Stop being so accurate. <laughs> I completely forgot. Yeah. All right, score time. I'm giving this, and I think I'm being generous here, a five. That's, that is fairly uh, that, generous. That's more generous than I thought you were going to be. Yeah. Now, uh, we, you had said well multiple times on this episode that you weren't a fan of the idea that Sean Connery is potentially Bond. Yes. Why don't you like that idea? Because James Bond, wouldn't for get starters, <laughs> wouldn't have been... Yes, he wouldn't have got caught, but he wouldn't have infiltrated the US to take film. Like, that's not a mission that James Bond would do. It's, and he's it's, English. <laughs> and he's English. <laughs> and this man is clearly Scottish. <laughs> it's just, it's just, fucking just, I just, I just like that he's explaining it. They're just top. And he's English. Yes, <laughs> so James Bond wouldn't have got caught for starters. I mean, he got and caught and died another day. And if he had of like, once he got out, he would never have got caught again. Like James Bond is too good to have been imprisoned for 20 or 30 or however many years they wanted to do He does get out and then goes to a Led Zeppelin concert. Exactly. James Bond at a Led Zeppelin concert. That's a good way to He even makes a comment about the Beatles being bad. In his defence there, he did... uh, All the the context was that this lady had gone to the Led Zeppelin concert and they met in a bar after that concert. So it didn't say that he went to the concert. He was just there picking up chicks. (laughs) So he'd gotten out of prison and he's gone straight to a bar to bang the first thing that he can find and now Claire Filani. Um, So... I mean, and, and, and also, his only spouse, James Bond, for sure, has kids everywhere. <laughs> you got a point. Yeah. The only one so far. <laughs> yeah. um. Maybe Nicolas Cage's prom queen wife is Sean Connery's daughter. Ugh. I mean, Ugh. the age makes sense. Right? All right. <laughs> Move along. <laughs> All right, he's going to give it a six now. Um. Absolutely not. <laughs> Well, there we go. I think we can all agree that this film is probably a collective score, I would say, of about a 6.5, including Ian's 5 and our 7s. No, I gave it a 5 and I was generous. It is a 5. Collectively, it's definitely a 6.5. It is not. Um, (laughs) It is decided. Uh, Thank you, Ian, for giving it such a generous score. Motherfuckers. (laughs) God damn you, democracy. God damn you, mathematics. <laughs> well, uh, as well, before we wrap up, as of next week, I'll be bringing back the trivia. Uh-huh. Excellent. The switchboards are lighting up. Two calls. That's our best ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be bringing back the trivia. I've still got the scores from uh, pre-lockdown and when we stopped uh, trivia, so I'll be able to keep track of, uh, of that. Uh, and uh, for whatever reason, if people can't make it onto that episode, I will have a guest and their scores will go into your scores. So if Fuzzy can't make it because he's watching The Rock again, then whatever Oz answers, for example, will go into Fuzzy's pool of points. That, that'll be fine. I've watched it once in the last two years. That is enough. You that don't want to watch it again? the perfect amount of The Rock that I need to see. I think, I think after doing this episode, we do need to do Con Air. And Face Off. And Hello. Face Off is going to be the uh, the crossover episode uh, with some like it's like. Also put leave in the system, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Not approved, bit. No. <laughs> uh, I, I, I must also suggest on this episode yep. that uh, when it's uploaded and the title's given it, just say The Rock. Don't say the year of the film. I want to see how many people get to this point and go. <laughs> Should I put oh, Dwayne I The Rock about. Johnson and put The Rock in capitals? <laughs> just put The Rock yep. and we'll see how many people are think that it's much better than it is everything wrong with the rock <laughs> Pro- project the rock <laughs> interview with the, the rock, rock. 
<laughs> oh, geez, that'd be fantastic. Uh, well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Shaking. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we break, I have a breaking piece of news that I'm <gasps> going to bring in here because I've just. Did seen you find the, the porno the of The Rock, which is clearly called The Rock? If 2020 couldn't get weirder enough, um, Kanye West has just announced his candidacy for President of the United States. Uh, what, for 2020? Uh, <laughs> what? The 2020 presidential campaign is going to get a bit weirder. Kanye West has just tweeted, We must now realize the promise of America by trusting God, unifying our vision, and building our future. I am running for President of the United States. But that can't, that can't holy, be this year because they've already got their shit. two things, haven't they? <laughs> I, I think I their system's different. So I have no idea. <sighs> but Kanye West is has put his hand up. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> to be fair, Kanye West or Donald Trump, like, pick your poison. <laughs> I mean, they're I mean, well, friends. Aren't so they? so Kanye West is Republican, so he would be running instead of Donald Trump. So yeah, he's, oh, is he? Yeah, that must be. It must be next election on. then, not this one then. Yeah, yeah you I see, Donald. Trump just comes across as dumb crazy, whereas Kanye comes across as dangerous crazy. Yeah, <laughs> dangerous crazy. Yes, North Korea for sheezies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There we go. So, um, sorry, I had to, I had to butt in there because no, that's yeah, a, that's you, fine. That's massive. I, I want to see that. I really do. <laughs> I really. So do. that means that um, Kim would be the. The first lady. The first lady, that's the term they use, yeah. Be also the first lady that has a fucking sex tape. <laughs> well, that we'd know of. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary Clinton. <laughs> oh. And here we go. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of Shaken Not Nerd. If you have, you can leave us a review on the podcasting app of your choice and we will read them out on the show verbatim. So if you put anything in there about Kanye West for present or Rock or, or Kim whatever, Possible. Or Kim Possible. <laughs> yeah, Kim Possible. Put Kim Possible in your review. We'll read it out on the show verbatim. Uh, if there is a particular movie you want us to take a look at, you can suggest it on the Shaken Not Nerd listener community that you can find on Facebook. I've been Duty. I've had a great episode. It's been a great time recording this week. Great episode. Great movie. And uh, I'm signing off. Agree to disagree. <laughs> I've been Ian. I'm Nicholas, and I'm also announcing my candidacy for President of the United States. Currently, <laughs> <laughs> really do that. Now. I've been Tom. Listen out for my interview with The Rock. <laughs> <laughs>